You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. All right. Yay, guys. Guess what? I'm back. I actually have episodes, not just one. <laughs> Usually it's like, ah, it's too much work after one. But I think this is episode four or five. And I have inadvertently been inviting only women. It's, it's not supposed to be a female dope, podcast. Though. It's, it's by accident. I love. I have asked men, but none of them have been available. They ain't got well, the you got to tell them the truth about how you ask and when you ask, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie will ask you, like, what you doing in about 12 minutes? Do you... <laughs> You come down and it's like, well, Jackie, I need, I need to plan. I know, and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm so close to quitting this every week. That's why I'm don't like, quit. Oh. But if you if you actually have a schedule, you probably won't want to quit. You're right, but that's the thing. I ask him to do it as early as possible in the day and in the week. Because once Tuesday gets here, then appointments and uh, I know. But if you know it's Mondays at noon and you can plan a month of Mondays at noon, I'm then planning know. from my quitting. You understand? I'm trying okay. to schedule my not just doing this no more. Stop talking about it. And be about this. Okay. Stop just stop calling people five minutes before you need them. Is all I'm saying. You might have. Some people come well guys i'm not talking through all of my voices this is actually a guest <laughs> that i have this is a guest that i, I want to tell you guys that stalking moderately in a respectful way actually works i started following her on facebook when facebook just when he just pressed the live button and started the company <laughs> i've been following her since then she i thought she was a stand-up comic and nope. I, and she told me recently that she's not and that's not her trade it's and she not, don't that's I've not what that's not her ministry never done it never will but when i tell you that if you if you turn a tv show on half hour or hour if there's a sassy black woman <laughs> she's been the one book for the role so not true but she's okay. i mean every network and i've been addicted to having role models I, when i was in the law field i wanted a role model there and in acting i was like she won't get off my tv number one i'm about to charge her <laughs> some of the cable bill and now she's my actual friend yes she has several names yes we have a lot in common we do Please give it up for stage, screen, and what's the other one they say? I don't know. Your cell phone, cell. Hulu, cell. <laughs> give it up for Yvette Nicole Brown. Ooh, what? Probably bad to clap for myself, but there's no one else I in here. I do it but every morning. Don't you be crazy. <laughs> Girl, yeah. thank you for coming. I know I, I texted you about 45 minutes you ago. You did. You did. Listen, and you and she always texts me like five minutes before she needs me. And I actually, you're good at this because right. I started to feel bad for saying no, okay. even though you asked with no notice. But I was like, I got to do it for Jackie. And I, I, and I know you live relatively close i live i mean and i haven't seen you post any of your appointments on instagram so <laughs> so, <laughs> so you figured i know it's this is the thing, i've started to uh, uh, to schedule time for me in my in my phone because i realized that if i don't put uh, every block will be yeah it, filled yeah up. if i have an empty day and someone calls and says can you do something like yeah. this was my empty day this was my day for me <gasps> Hi, but um, I needed <laughs> you. You asked, and yeah. I didn't have anything to do, and I had said no so many times because she asked five minutes before she needs people, <laughs> and I was like, "Emmy's gone." Well, you know what I'm learning yeah. is that first of all, I've only invited guests, and I will continue this tradition of people that I look up to and respect and who are working all the time. Mm. That means you ain't gonna get everybody's on your wish list. That's true. Not not asking five minutes before. No. Um, the other thing <laughs> you keep saying, looking up. Yeah. We are birthday twins we won't say the year no we say the year no because when you do she gets yeah, a different I, person listen, I and come i've out. never said that it's the same year but we do have the same birthday <laughs> if y'all ever saw her on wendy williams uh, episode <laughs> when, come on now the way wendy did it wendy was, slipped on, wendy. out and you were like excuse you wait a minute <laughs> this is the thing when people forget about actors and i'm not i'm i am proud of my age and yes. i'm proud of the when i grew up because we had the best music i don't care what nobody says everything's horrible uh, now. yeah everything. we had michael jackson we had prince we had rock him come on yeah right mm-hmm. uh, Biggie, Tupac, all mm-hmm. that was our era. But um, my problem is, as actors, you are allowed to play a thousand different things as yes. long as you look 
like that thing. Mm -hmm. And what happens when they know your age is they no longer perceive you to be anything but that age. So Ah. I try to just be like, don't worry about what my age is, what I look like. Yeah, exactly. I look like I'm 32. Let me be 32. You know what the problem I had, I realized it's it's called acting. Is that when I would get like a breakdown audition for a, they want a girl who's dowdy and frumpy and mm. low confidence and I'm always like first of all I spent all of my time trying not to become that girl. <laughs> so right. when I got to go audition and I was like no because I'm still gonna try and sleep with the head of the household. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys want to call acting, but it's called acting, right? And it's hard for me to to act in a way where I've been trying to avoid. And I'm the opposite. Like life. I'm I'm PG thirteen and you yes. know Prudy McPrude. Mm-hmm. So when I see a breakdown that says she's a femme fatale, I'm like, not for me. <laughs> like I can't push the boobs up and go, I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't do it. But you know what? For somebody who calls himself a prude, yeah, you you're you're beautiful in your high neck uh, to the ankle to I, the wrist listen, outfits. I'm totally covered from Do you have a stylist or do you just do no, it? No, I yourself? do it myself. I do it myself. I because I kind of feel like uh Everybody has a sense of style. Yeah. Everybody has something that they like and Mm -hmm. that makes them special. And why do I, why should I homogenize myself? Now, if I ever got like nominated for an Emmy or something, like I would definitely ask somebody to help me put something together. (laughs) But, you know, as far as what the little I do, I can throw on a skirt and a shirt. But you also have another gift though. But even though you're, even though you're totally covered, body, girl. My body, what? Your figure is incredible. Oh my God. Courtesy of Spanx, everyone. What? Courtesy oh, please. Spanx, Spanx ain't Jesus. Listen, Spanx is just helping to listen. smooth out what's going so on. So many things have been strapped away and side tucked. Well, not and, those kind of things, and, but the other things. And, the th- and the, because <laughs> of the style you wear, you are actually accentuating the figure you have. Well, you listen. You think you hiding it? No, no, no. no but but it's, not, it's not about hiding it. Not, I'm not trying to reveal it. Like, no. you, you just cinch in a waist. If you got a waist, cinch it in. Yes. And everything else is flowy. I don't really wear a lot of tight stuff. I'm just saying, there's parts of you that could have their own agent. That's all I'm well, saying. Listen, courtesy. Thank you. Thank you. Sarah Blakely. Thank you. Ah, You know what's funny is that she got in the way with calling it Spanx that we all grew up knowing is called a girl. It it is a girl. She is a wizard. It's it's not, there's this other thing that they sell. This is not even a Spanx thing. It's turned into a commercial for girdles. Yeah. But there's a singlet. This looks like a wrestler's singlet. I got to tell you about this. Did you get at Macy's? No. Um, They're already hard. They're getting harder and harder to get into because they're making them tighter and tighter. (laughs) true. Really true. I, I don't mind a little pudge though. I'll, I'll for comfort because comfort's important. To and me. and it becomes a false advertising where the whole people are like, we know you're a size fourteen. Talking right. about myself, right? But why is and your me. waist a size six? <laughs> we know you're doing something to your body that you're gonna be in the ER with later. Yeah, I mean, I think those corsets are probably not the best idea. The, you know, the waist trainers, but um, I don't do that. I just. I just put a Spanx on and, you know, you got to know your angles. Tell me about that one. I, I went to Macy's or wherever, Nordstrom, yeah. to buy a Spanx. And they had a lot of them. But then they all but all the competitors come out now. Right. So one girl showed me one. She said, the thing about Spanx is that they're mostly tight in the waist area. Right. In the back, the handles. Right. But she showed me one that was that same consistency of tightness, the entire bodice. That's bad, though. And that's, I was, and I was, and I was, hurts. and I was like, I'm going to try it. And when I tell you I almost broke my mirror trying to put it on. <laughs> You ever almost thing. break your furniture? This is what people forget, though. <laughs> the, the fat got to go somewhere. <laughs> it ain't magic. So when you're pulling it on, like, that's why people with no boobs end up having boobs after yeah. they put on Spanx because it just kind of pushes The muffin's the like, where are we going to go? We're going to go to the boobs. We're gonna the go- muffin goes to the boobs. <laughs> so you just got to be careful. This is not for children. That's why they're like, people look kind of tight in the neck yeah, area. Yeah, neck, they, they, that neck fat went all, all the way in up. in the back. If you see somebody with a Notre Dame uh, hump. <laughs> In the back, the spanx is too tight. The spanx is too tight. That's that's some hip. That's some hip meat. That's <laughs> made <it> up to the shoulder. 
<laughs> like a meat grinder thrown in that sand where you want it to go. It's bubbling right up. So let me tell you when the stalking began. Uh, when we got Facebook, I remember this exactly. Okay. Well, not exactly, but the, the aura of it all. Okay. You had posted when you were going through some challenges financially with your, oh, yeah. with your mortgage. You were like, please, yeah. guy, what's up? Jesus. And, and, and that was, you posted that a long time ago. I didn't know you. I just knew of you. Yeah. And now, and now like everybody else, girl, keep your head up, blah, blah, right. blah. And then shortly after that, you booked the pilot for Community. Yeah. And I was kind of, and I was on the journey like, look, she got a show. Look at God. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I probably at work, not on, not doing the actual work. And I was like, look at God, she got a show. And then I watched Community for as long as I could. It went on for a long, it time. Was a long time. And at some point, I was like, I gotta go. I can't I, do it. I can't do it no more. I can't do it. No Everybody left. I don't know who this fool is. <laughs> so I had to. <laughs> when the characters start changing on me, yeah, and I can't. It's like it's like the NBA. Yeah, it's time I to go. was a fan, but who is who are these? You know what? Yeah. So I gotta go. <laughs> So then you left that, and what'd you do directly after community? Was it the odd couple? Odd couple. So then odd couple, and then I was kind of like, well, maybe her contract is up at NBC because how's she gonna go to CBS? I think way too much into <laughs> yes, this. So no she must have had. She went to CBS, <laughs> and you did that show. Was it for three years three or two? Years. Three years. And I was, and I auditioned for getting on the one that uh, Lisa got. No, 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 not getting on. Sorry. What's Matt? What the hell is his name? Who? Your, co- your co-star on the Oh, Matt couple. LeBlanc. Matt, not Matt LeBlanc. Matt, 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 his name ain't Matt. Matt Perry. It's Thomas Ch- Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Yes. I auditioned for his sitcom when he played like somebody in therapy kind oh, of uh, on NBC. Uh, go on. Going on. Go, go on. Go yeah. on. I auditioned for that. But for, I was so like, when you got the job, I was like, she's going to be with Matthew Perry every day. <laughs> oh, you like, like Matthew Perry? That's such a crush. Really? Since, you never even came to set. You could have met him. I know. I, I don't, what are you doing with your life? Oh, you're, that's a good point. You could have told just, I'm just getting a nerve now to ask you my friends totally for stuff. You could have come to set. Because I feel like you don't want to bother. Because I've been it's in love with him since day one. Multicam is so easy. You can visit any multicam set. We could leave here and go to a multicam set and have a full meal. 100%. It's a nice place to sit. It's air conditioned. It's a hot day. Go right on the multicam set. So you did the odd couple for two years. But did you three years? Three years. Mm-hmm. You left community when it was going through whatever it was going through. Mm-hmm. When you went to the odd couple after that. Yeah. What was that like? Was that your first? No, no. Your first was what was your first national network show sitcom as a or series show? regular or just as a guest star? Guest star. Let's go back. Girlfriends. Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I played Tony's sister in two episodes of Girlfriends when she got married. I remember I that. Was, I was Sherry Child. Uh huh. Um. So that was the first thing I ever. That's really I, I think consider that the first thing I ever did because before that I had done like you know, one-liners or whatever on, mm-hmm. like, a couple of dramas. and A drama and, and a, a a WB show or C... Yeah, it was a CW show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was WB because it was before CW. The and Frog. Yeah, it was The Frog. Yeah. And so, but those were, like, here's your coffee and whatever. But mm-hmm. Girlfriends was the first time that I had actual lines and yeah. I was there for the whole week. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that was a whole So even before situation. Girlfriends... You were you were commercial. Commercials. You were. I remember you posted how many national commercials? I did forty five nationals. Forty five nationals in my time doing commercials. Yeah, nationals. Nationals. And so you're not a part of the culture right now. A lot of uh, commercial actors who are like that money is not the way it used to be. No, the money. By the time I even started doing commercials, the money wasn't what it used to be. Because okay. I used to hear people talk about they would get one McDonald's commercial that would run for like five or six years. And they would literally put their kid through school, <laughs> buy a house with that money. Now what they do, and I don't even know what they do now because I haven't done commercials in 10 years. But yeah. what they what they did when I did them is they would do five McDonald's commercials. They shoot them all one day, yeah. five commercials. Uh-huh. And then each commercial would get like two months of runtime. Yeah. So you can't put anybody through school on two months of runtime. Yeah, so yeah. you go from having a 10-year runtime. Do you know the, the, um, the M&M's commercial with Santa where the M&M goes, he does exist, and Santa goes, they do exist. And they're and both they say, faint. And they yeah. faint. That commercial <clears throat> is probably 20 years old. 
the the guy that played that Santa used to live in my townhome community. <laughs> That's how I know how long it is. Really? He was paying his mortgage still. Yes. From that commercial. That's how it used to be. They would put all their money into one big, yes. huge commercial. And yeah. that would be the commercial for that brand for years and years and years. <sighs> so it's not like that anymore. I think I got into it right when that style because I had, I was going to auditions and people in the audition room. We're talking about their kids' private school and their mm-hmm. boats and their houses. Yeah. I wanted to yell out, I made nine grand, bitch. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking no, about. They used to, make, they used to clear like <laughs> 7,500 grand a year on one, yes. com- on one commercial. So if you did like three or four in a year, you do the math. I did. I, when I booked the milk commercial, my people were texting me like, girl, you are get you get ready. Right. Look for your house. Never hear get that ready. That commercial went. I know. <laughs> when you hear get ready, don't get ready. That commercial <laughs> ran 700 times. <laughs> And I can count and it. you got 50 cents. And I got 50 cents. I've done maybe four or five, maybe six nationals, and I've made enough to maybe make Toyota be impressed. <laughs> I remember, like, oh, your, are your payments on time? Good girl. Dude, That's there it. This, there was this girl. Her name Desiree. She used to always do commercials. I don't even know if she still does them, but uh-huh. she told me a story once back in the old days where she did one commercial. Mm-hmm. For something, they ended up splitting into 10 different spots. Like they had a 15 <laughs> second, a 30 second, or whatever. And it was all her. She said that she would get so many checks in the mail that she would she stopped even even depositing them. She would just put them in a drawer, and whenever she needed money, she would take one and go like thousands of dollars, uh, yes. like in her kitchen drawer. Like that's the has she heard of investments? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she yeah. was so like uh-huh. she said she brought she bought her condo. This is back in like the early two thousands. Yeah, she bought her condo in cash. Like she just literally just went. Like counted off like ten checks, whatever yeah. it was, went here's cash enough, here's out enough. just in here and just bought a condo. Wow, nobody got stories like that anymore. That's when condos were like hundred thousand dollars. Exactly, <laughs> like seven hundred thousand now. I uh, can't do it. Okay, so you did you were commercials, and then um, you were a Nickelodeon. You were on Kitty's Network. Yes, or younger people's not Kitty's. What am I? Ninety uh, children. <laughs> children. Young, young people. How many of those shows did you do? I did a few. I did um, Drake and Josh was the one I did the most. Mm-hmm. I did uh, Raven, Victorious, iCarly. I bounced around a bit. Oh my god! So, so from that it was girlfriends. No, girlfriends was first. Girlfriends was the first thing I ever oh, before, did. Oh, before, oh ever, ever. As I said, I did two little one-liners, but girlfriends yeah. was the first time I had like real lines. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So then girlfriends, and then after girlfriends was Community. After girlfriends was Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh in the big house with Kevin Hart. Okay. Oh, which the one lasted only six episodes. I remember. I remember his story talking. Him talking yeah. about how he I, thought that was going to be it. We all did. And they one thing somebody said, "Get ready, get ready," and that means whenever they say, "Get ready," don't get ready. Don't, get don't ready. you get ready? Don't get ready. <laughs> so. <laughs> it was girlfriends, then big house, uh-huh. then Drake and Josh, then community, then a couple, then uh, okay. The mayor. Another poor, uh, Damon Wayans Jr. When he had first uh, booked the ABC show Happy Endings, yeah. I had texted him, "Get ready," and he said to me, "Not." She said, "Jackie, I ain't stopped the job yet." Yeah, don't he do said, it. "In four years, you don't can text me. It. We'll get ready." Don't do it. So he don't. he told me back then that booking don't mean nothing. It don't. It's you got first of all, you got to keep the job. Yes, the show has to get picked up. The show has to make it on air. Show has to be a hit. Yeah, you got to keep the gig to be on the show. Like it's just well, I, so K- many levels. Kim Whitley, our mutual friend, told me a story about how I would go to her whenever I had a disappointing audition. And she'd always be like, sit down. Just relax. Let, let me tell you a story. Yeah. About how like she got let go of a show like while she was at craft services. <laughs> she was like, she I was at she work. a ham sandwich. <laughs> they came over and said, listen, Kim. And she said, it's they not were, working out. They were whispering around her. And she was, uh, like, she was like, no, no, no. Tell yeah, me what's tell up me now. What's so my car is probably right out front. Right. Let's go. Yeah. So she's always like, there's always somebody who got a, a, a worse or not a word story than yours. <laughs> right. Now, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. What is your, how do you play? I know that you're a Christian as am I. Mm-hmm. 
How do you handle that when you get thrown like every audition type? Do you turn them down? Like, are you at that yeah. level? You're a, a downturner. I mean, it's not even about at that level. I turn stuff down from the very beginning of my career. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'm pretty McPrude. So there's, I, I have to be able to do the role. And then also because I, I made the decision to be on kids shows when I started out. Oh, you kids did. Kids shows air. For, yeah, Drake and Josh. Yeah. I, I made that decision in the beginning. Like, I'm. Do you want to be on a kids show? Yes, I do. I decided. Oh. Once you make that decision, mm-hmm. that show's gonna run forever. Yeah, I, yeah. Drake and Josh. Josh, every three or four years, a new generation discovers Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. I can't make decisions now that causes the babies to be confused later on. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I try my best to choose parts that, you know, if one of those babies sees me as Helen, they can then see me on something else and go, oh, okay. that's okay. I get that. I don't want it to be like a, a record scratch when they yeah. see something that I'm doing. But that's my journey. That's the, the choice I made. Other people make different choices and there's no judgment. It's yeah. just I know for me. I didn't have to say yes to Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Since I said yes to Nickelodeon, I try to have a career that children can enjoy. Speaking of that, because mm-hmm. I, I named the podcast Relatable because I feel like you give a very relatable depiction of what the journey is when it's wonderful yeah. and when it's like, well, we thought that was going to be good. Yeah. And then you kept, you kept going with it. Yeah. Now, what is your, I consider you a booker. Like yeah. now, this is, this is my journey real quick yeah i was on a list where the cattle call where every woman gets asked in right and then it gets narrowed down the longer i did it where now instead of every woman every black full-figured funny comedic actress right gets called in the room right. i'm on that list right and then the list gets shorter where when the, when the agent gets better right and then the list becomes okay now going from 25 women to the top six and yeah. that may or may not be where i'll see your name you know number yeah. one number two but then I know you're you gotta be at the level now where you are not all audition. You gotta be some offer. Where I, we even gotta bother with the audition. I am now. some offer. A mix of both. I am some offer, but I don't I don't particularly like offers, honestly. Really? Yeah, because like we talked about well, we didn't talk about this, but there's yeah. so many people that have to say yes for you to get a role, mm-hmm. right? And when you're when there's an offer, this is me being Cleveland and cynical, there's like one or two people that ain't sold on you. Like, even when you get the offer, it's uh, like John and Mary just ain't feeling you. Really? And so the whole time you're on set, John and Mary are the ones looking at you like, well, I don't think she can do it. So yeah. I'm always thinking of who's the John and Mary in this room right now that I have to... For do the, for do the they sense. have physical attributes that you can attribute to? No, no, no. It's, no it's nothing? Not, it's, it's nothing? No sign? Yeah, nothing. there's no sign. It's yeah. just you got to believe that if there's 30 people that decide on who gets a co-star or a guest star or a series regular... There's one or two that like I don't really like her that. That's much. like me doing a show. Like I'll get twenty people will be like I love her, and then two are like, well, I don't really exactly. Get and, it. and that's yeah, the thing when yeah. when it's an audition, those two people can speak up and speak their mind, and somebody can talk them down, and then mm-hmm. whatever. Or you can win them over in the room. Yeah. When it's an offer, John and Mary are always they stay a no because they didn't want you. They stay. But no. this offer is going forward, and so I always feel like you spend that week of work trying to prove to the John and Mary Isn't that whoever stressful? they are. How do you do 100%. that? But I'm yeah. saying this is why I prefer an audition. With okay. an audition, there may still be a John and Mary, but I will have shown what I can do to enough people mm-hmm. that John and Mary are like, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um so for offers for me, it, it always makes me a little nervous because when I get on set every time I say my first line, because I got um when I when I I can't even what I did recently, but I did a a multicam that needed where there's a table read and you're mm-hmm. always I'm always nervous at table reads because yes. if you're going to be fired on a show on, a, on any show yes. it's probably going to happen after a table read after the table after read after table read unless you're just a jerk and nobody likes working with you you're the first word that comes out of your mouth the first line you say 
it, it's the thing that makes everybody go, huh? Either they go, oh, or they go, oh, no. So let's explain to those of you who want to be, who want to get into the business. The table read is, I'm not even sure. I just know if I get it, I'm happy. Yeah. What exactly is the table, table read? The table is when everybody gets together and reads the script for the first time. So you got the, the job. Act, you got the job. You booked it. Yes. Everybody at that table is is one of the actors in the in the piece, mm-hmm. in the, the movie or television show or whatever. Yeah. And then all the producers and the writers and sometimes the network studio heads, they're all there mm-hmm. listening to this masterpiece for the first time. Yeah. Um, they also, this is also their last good chance to see if everybody they hired works. Yeah. Do they have chemistry with the person they're playing with or mm-hmm. that, you know, so it's a very, it's a, and, and this is the thing, the reason I'm so um, aware of table read, the, the perils of table reads is mm-hmm. because the first when I did Girlfriends, first table read I ever went to, um, it was a family. I was playing Tony, Tony's sister, and mm-hmm. we had a brother, and we had another sister, and our mother and father. So the whole family, the guy, the original guy, and I say the original guy, yeah, yeah. playing the brother, uh-huh. said his first line, and uh, one of the producers leaned over to the casting director, who was Robbie Reed, and Robbie Reed grabbed her purse and left. Now, I didn't know what it meant. What? I just thought Robbie has an appointment. Did he say the N-word? What, what happened? I'm like, why did Robbie leave? Yeah. Robbie <laughs> left. The next day, it was a new guy, Russell Hornsby, playing yeah. the brother. Yeah. So what happened is, and I don't know what the, what it was about the guy. It might have been that he was he looked younger than they thought in person. It mm-hmm. could have been that he had a southern accent. They didn't remember that from the audition. I don't yeah, know what yeah. the reason was, but as soon as he opened his mouth, the producer of that episode decided it's not him. Mm-hmm. And Robbie immediately had to go and ke- go back to casting to find him. Yeah. So whenever I'm on set and say my, f- on table reading, I say my first line, I say my first line and look right over at the producers and the casting director. If everybody keeps their purse in their seat, <laughs> I'm like, I keep, I kept it. Really? If I make it through what that do they first, got? What do they got to pee? It's not that. They ain't peeing. <laughs> everybody peeing before they come to table reading. They getting up and leaving. They going to replace somebody. Really? Immediately. Immediately. And this can happen in, in table read. Does that mean you start shooting soon? Or that's just a run through to see how? Table read is usually, I don't know, for for its uh, multicam, it's usually the day before you start shooting. Or, yeah, uh, the day before, the day you start rehearsals. You have table read yeah. in the morning, then you rehearse all day, and then the week goes on. If it's a movie, it could be a week or in advance or yeah. a month in advance. And if it's a drama, it's usually the day before you start shooting. Okay, now you could lose a job. You can't. Of all the shows you've done, which ones, if any, were you really nervous? You know, what I noticed about your the pattern of the shows you book: quick dialogue. Like y'all, y'all talk fast. I don't know if it's quick dialogue or if I just talk fast. Like I don't well, know. Well, the dialogue, the what I have read that I could tell you either have done or I'd watch the shows yeah. you're on. It's a quick tennis match in all of your co-stars conversations. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, and I can tell when I read scripts, uh, scripts now, I'm kind of like, ah, I stutter. I better pray and meditate <laughs> before I go to this audition. Right? Do you like quick uh, repertoire? Rep- what is that repartee? What is it called? Rep- I don't know. Whatever. Repartee. Rep- 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 you know, I like. Uh, yeah, I like it, but you know, you're a comedian. Comedy yeah. is fast. Yeah, Comedy true. is like, get in, get but out. It's, but, it's, but it's my word. It's different when you're reading somebody else's words. It's not, though. And you, then I get worried, like, am I speaking in the cadence that they want for funny? Um, but you know what funny is, Jackie. There's true. no, there's no, you, you comedy is music. You you hear yeah, it. It's true. It, you couldn't be a comedian, a successful comedian it without does sound, And music. because you, I know that you can sing, yeah. and by guys, I don't mean sing. She can sing. I'm all right. I'm all right. She's S quadruple A-N-G. I'm all right. So the way she, if you watch her show, pull up on, what is, they still have, uh, what is it, the machine? <laughs> I don't know. TiVo. I don't know. And put her name in, Yvette Nicole Brown, and watch her style if you're an actor or a wannabe actor. She's kind of recites her lines like she's singing. Like with mom, it was the mm-hmm. back and forth because yeah. mom is quick. And if you're mom not is quick, mom is quick. Mom is quick and mom is precise and yeah. every word matters. And, and 
you know, there's some shows you can go on and you can kind of ad lib or you can be a little yeah. loose. Mom community is, fast as hell. Yeah, community is also very a, yes. a stickler for what you say. Yeah. Um, you can't, and, and oh, mom is just like a room full of thoroughbreds. I those can chicks, imagine. Those are some of the most talented chicks I've ever. Really? I mean, listen, Allison Janney's a freaking Oscar winner and Mimi Kennedy and yeah. Anna Ferris. Like, they're all just Beth over there and J- Jamie. They're all great. Bill's great. Like, it's just a group of really well-honed comedic machines. Wow. And Allison Janney in particular can make anything brilliant. Really? She can break your heart. She can... And Anna's the same way. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's an embarrassment of riches over there. So when you go over there, for me, And I Big was, Bang Theory gets all the credit. I'm like, y'all ain't peep mom. Y'all sleeping on mom. <laughs> yeah, everybody's sleeping on mom. Yeah. It's also got a good message. And Big Bang is great, too. But mom mm-hmm. has, like, this great message, yeah. too. But um, <clears throat> going over there, I was a little nervous because you're... I'm not a trained actor. Like I'm not. I'm not a comedian, and I'm yeah. not a trained actor. But you've been so. doing this forever. Yeah, but I'm. That's. I'm an, experience, the I'm an experienced actor. I'm okay. not a trained actor. Training okay. is, you know, sitting and learning about how to break down a script, and mm-hmm. and I understand comedy as music, but I don't know why. I don't know how I know. Yeah. How to say a line. I don't know that stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, it's hard when I go around actors that are really trained and know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I remember the, one of the weeks I did mom was the week of the Oscars. Like Allison was leaving every night to go to a fitting or a, some event. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I watched the process and then that's that Sunday or that weekend she won it. And it yeah. was like, holy crap. Like yeah. I was with an Oscar winner all week. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's just, I don't know. I got really nervous over there and, and I always want to do a good job. And, you know, Chuck Lorre's over that show and, it's a really get, a great writer and executive producer. Eddie's over there. It's like mm. just Gemma. It's just great people, and I just want to do a good job for them. So your your own objective <laughs> opinion of the shows that you were on or did that did not make it? Are, are there any shows? So all of them. Are there any shows None that you? Made it. <laughs> <laughs> are there any shows where you kind of sensed that it was coming to a close? You could feel uh, an air, a vibe in the air. Like I could eh. kind of feel that the mayor wasn't going to make it, you and not did. and not because it wasn't a great show. And everybody wasn't doing their best. I just, the, the writing was on the Nielsen wall. Like, you just they didn't have the ratings. Yeah, And yeah. when you don't have the ratings, there's really nothing you can do. I thought the show was on too late for a show that didn't oh, have any. Oh, it should have been on at 8. It didn't have anything salacious in it. So why should put it, it yeah, on so damn it late? It should have been on at 8 or 8.30, 100%. It could have been a Friday at 8. It was, it was they a family show. If TGIF and made it a family show, we'd be getting prepared for season two. <laughs> but, and, and guys, uh, I was on the mayor. That is you did all, a great job. On I the was mayor. on the mayor, and I was so sad because I'm like, I ain't got no scenes with that. But you were there the whole I time. Came to visit you, you were there. I wasn't even working it was so much fun. And, I came in. and when I and I didn't think I knew. I didn't know because I hadn't watched a show much before I got it. Who my, on much before you. my co-stars were on it, and when I saw David Spade, I was like, "Oh God!" Were you nervous? Huh? I was. Nervous? I was poop in my pants, really faint, and then bring myself back He's to life. The nicest man. Yeah, I was nervous oh for the whole booking God, because so once nice. again the dialogue was kind of quick, and I. But then I was kind of like, "But who, they want a, a female hip hop DJ." I was like, "Well, they must have known that I'm from the hip hop capital." Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of, I'm from the Bronx. If y'all didn't, you know. got it because you're. You were the yeah. best for the role. Oh, Very funny. It's a lot you. of a lot of heavy hitters. You told me some big too. ones came in. There. Yeah, I almost cried ones, on the spot. Some big ones came in for that one, and, yeah. and it was you. So you did a great job. And the call time was at crack dark thirty, and when my little buggy pulled up, she was there. I was like, Oh my god! To meet you and celebrate you, you. Celebrate you. So let me ask you: Do you what is your? Do you have a process or a special gift that you bring into the audition room when you go in? Do you pray real hard? Do you burn incense? I what pray do you do? really hard for Sage. in every every moment of my life. Yeah. But no, I don't. Really, like I said, I'm not trained, so I don't yeah. have a. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> I don't have a, a a way of doing things or like I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna break. I just don't. You just, you just I do it. Don't, and I'm also not really ambitious in this career. Like I, I you're not. No. 
What? I, I'm not. Like I right now, I don't right now my show, my pilot didn't get picked up and I have nothing on my in front of me. <laughs> like no, I mean, no, hear me out. That sounds really bad. I don't mean it like that. Like I, 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 I have know. joy in my heart and life is great. <laughs> but I don't for the first time in nine years, I don't have I, somewhere to go at the end of July. I wanted to ask you because all my, my only perception is Instagram. We we all got a job. I don't see mm-hmm. her all, often. But by that, I'm looking at it like, I don't think she's on a show right now. Not. And I don't think since social media has opened, she has I've not never, I've been ne- not on the show. It's been nine years since I've been in this exact position I'm in right now. This is Jesus, people. And, she and, is in a restructuring. Yes, yeah, Something is it's happening. And, and it's funny, like, I, in before, when I was in a position like this, I would be like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I'm not got a mortgage. I take care of my dad. Like, I, yeah. got, I got responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of not tripping. Like, I'm not tripping. Like, I even had an opportunity that I just passed on today that would have been you know something that might have been really great yeah. but it wasn't the right deal and so i'm at the point now where um i'm not gra- oh, i never was grabby like i said i'm not ambitious mm-hmm. so it's not like well, i'm gonna do this and that's gonna take me to it na- i don't plan yeah you know what really? i mean i don't know i don't i mean i moved out to la with a, a place to stay for three days so where like, are you from you're from cleveland I'm from cleveland how do you feel about the, the latest cleveland news and um i think what's his face coming here why is it what's his face why I'm, is it, I'm name? lebron james yeah, I, I actually support Le- lebron james and living the life that is best for him and his family yes um his family been out here by the way yeah, they've been it's out funny here. how y'all are like what his, his kids are in school out here it's, 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 <laughs> it was already the writing was on the wall but um yeah. i as a clevelander is born and bred um mm-hmm. i I felt that people were upset when he left to go to Miami because he left loud. Yes. You leave quiet, you stay loud. That's ooh, what I've been saying ooh, since it you happened. Leave quiet, you, you leave stay quiet, loud. And you stay loud. So it was just he left so loud yeah. that it it hurt people in their spirit because Cleveland's a very special place and we take our sports teams very seriously. And, yes. and everybody was, got on a Cleveland jersey. I was there yeah. for the first time doing yeah. stand up. No, it's serious. No, it's real. They, they had they, on the uniform. No, no, I was no, like, are you it. are you on you the go, bench? It's gonna be Indians, Cavs, or or Browns. Like, we yes. don't play. Nobody had on regular clothes. No, no, no. Because that's all we. That's really all we have. Like our sports teams is like who we are. Yes. And then LeBron is from Ohio. Like he's a hometown kid. So yeah. uh, we took it personally when he left loud. Mm-hmm. But he came back and gave a championship. So I don't know anyone that could be upset. Yeah. That he. Everybody's talking about loyalty. I was like, this is work, people. Dude, this is a job. He's gotta live his life. Come yeah. on now. Like this is what I even said. It, it reminds me of how people treated me when I left community. Mm-hmm. I left community because my dad has dementia. And I am his caregiver, and I had gone to Cleveland to get him and move him to L.A. for oh, me to take care of him. Yeah. I can't do 16-hour days with a, with a man that needs my help daily. So yes. I made a decision to choose my family, and they turned on me. Really? Like, How dare you? We need you. It's, we, and I'm like, so they know that it's, it's make-believe? Dude, the point is, I got to do what's best for my Excuse family, me. and I'm okay if strangers don't understand that, mm-hmm. but strangers should understand that. And at a certain point, you you can't live for other people. Yeah, you know the man came to, came back to Cleveland. He le- he left a championship in in our hands mm-hmm. as Clevelanders, and now he's moving somewhere where he can chase his other dreams. He's got a production company. He's that's true. He's gonna be working every minute of the day now that he's in, he's in Hollywood where, where, where he wants to Let be. Him dream, man. Yeah, Come on, I ain't got a problem with it. Okay, well you've been pursuing this career as long as you have. Mm-hmm. You've been doing it as a strong black single mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. as have I. Yeah, and we also <laughs> share that trait. I, I'm usually single. I'm usually single. I'm usually single. As much as I might look like a snack, as the kids say, I am usually single. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you find it? Is, is it harder to navigate uh, being as single? a single woman? No. Or is it the same? You just ain't got nobody at home waiting no. for you. That's all. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I, I was 
I'm usually single. Yes. I was not single for about 10 months. All right. Now I'm back Let's call to, it a year. Can we round up? We round up. All right. So now I'm back to being single. Yes. And um, I, the, the main difference in not being single and being single is I had a plus one. Like, that was nice. Yes. Because I go, anybody that's seen me in Hollywood at any event, I'm by my damn self. In a beautiful dress. Well, probably from Target. <laughs> um, true. I'm not even joking. Probably uh-huh. from Target. Yeah, that's dope. But, they, um, they put that game up. Stuff. Who, what, game who, up. what, where? Yes. yes. Um. <laughs> So it was nice for a season of time to have someone that I knew that, well, you know, what color are we wearing today, babe? And, you know, that was nice. What color are we wearing yeah, today? Let's, let's Am I going to throw up on you? Let's Did you? coordinate it. Let's what? Let's, let's, we wearing blue? Let's do blue. <laughs> so, no, but it was not. That part was nice. It was yeah. nice to have, like, that level of support um, mm-hmm. for 10 months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one year. One year. Yeah, round it up. One year. Yeah. Um, but the, otherwise, it was really no difference. Like, I'm I'm very self-contained. I'm a, I'm a loner. I'm an introvert. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually like quiet time i like you know soul control of the remote control yeah i'm an introvert people always i'm also an introvert people get surprised well, we're you're born, a comic we're born on the same day yeah i'm like i but when it's time to be the you persona can turn it up. you can turn it up I, I, I will let light the room on fire right. but when it's time to turn the lights off i right. want every light off i want, every light I want off. the pilot I want, lights I off i want the fridge light that's off that's right i want quiet. i don't want <laughs> fireflies that's right. lightning bugs off <laughs> so do you still have the did you ever have the cinderella dream of the husband and the house and the dog fish cats of course like i do you thought still I have just it because we're the same age i just knew that i was gonna marry like a high school or college sweetheart like i was like one and done like one guy really for life. oh that's what i wanted that's what i want i'm pretty mcprude that's yeah. what i wanted uh-huh. Um, do I still have it? Um, I'm old. Or has you are not. We're, we're the old. same Jackie, age. Jackie, we're old. We're not the same age. We were born the same day. But it, um, but it, okay. <laughs> how, how can we? <laughs> just a coinky dingle. Just a coinky dingle. Coinky dingle. Um, now how does it? Okay, go to what you just yeah, said. Yeah, what I'm saying is yes. that like I I don't. You know, at a certain point, women time out on the having kids thing. So I think time I'm out. timed out. Because God tells you, you're God done. says that's it. You're right And out. also, you don't want to be like mid-40s chasing around a baby. I don't. Yeah. I don't know anybody else. No, I sometimes when I go home, I'm like, thank God. Yeah, like I don't. From somebody's and house I, with and kids. I love children, but I, love I just, too. I think it's a young person's game. I really do. <laughs> it's like a young person's game or an old person with a lot of nannies. And I just don't. <laughs> you ever see I a guy see. in his 40s announce his, his wife is pregnant? I can see Ooh. in his face. His face is kind of like, uh, if I had a choice, uh, I would not let this happen. Listen, if he had a choice. He just didn't prepare as yeah. he should have with the condom or whatever. They Would you adopt her. children? I'm not, I'm not a, still. I'm not against being a mom. I'm not against it. Like I, we, our friend Kim has yeah. just blossomed as a mother, I know. and you know. But again, I don't think I do it from baby. She did it from baby. She didn't yeah. have a choice. Like her kid just appeared. But yeah, um, I would. I would adopt, <laughs> but I would redeem the time. Like, I would adopt, like, a 12-year-old. <laughs> so that knocks me back you to, redeem like, the I'd be, like, a 28-year-old mom. I had her, I had her at 28 with a 12-year-old. But um, do the math. Um, so I don't even think that's good math. I just didn't uh-huh. even think about it. I don't want to do that math. Um, so I, I would probably adopt older. But I also, I'm, I'm kind of okay with, you know, supporting my friends and their kids. And yeah, yeah. Being Auntie Yvette. It's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So another you still question. trying to have kids? I don't, well, physically, I don't think, I think the clock has run out. Yeah. But I don't really have any proof. Everything, the plumbing all Janet still Jackson. works on time. Janet, Jackson. Janet, I mean. Halle Berry. Janet is beyond rich. And not that money helps you raise a kid better, but if you decide you want to be in the kid's life and raise that kid yeah. and you have dough, it makes it easier. And I'm just talking about Janet had a baby at, at 51. And she's 51, she's 52, 52 now. now. But she yeah. had one at 50. And so did Holly. Years old. Yeah, I'm not against it. Like, I'm still, I'm. Kind of sort of seeing someone, but not really. Oh, shucks, but you ain't single? What are you talking about? No, I am single. It's the same guy. I remember I told you I had a moment in Kim's dressing room. Oh, and, yeah. I kind of, because I, I, I care about this dude. Is he acting right? 
Yes, he treats me fantastically. Oh, that was the problem. He's never not acted right. That's the problem. Me, I get a little commitment phobic. Cause I, cause I have to change him. I hate the way he dresses, and I need to make some fixes. You do know that that's a small thing, right? Yes. And if he's pliable, you just buy the clothes and say. Put I this said, on. I said to him, will you, I said we can do this again, but will you let me change you? And he said yes. Then what's the problem? There's no problem. I just don't. Show me a picture of him right now. I don't have. One. You do have a picture of him. I don't. I have to go on the social media to go find it. Go on social media to find it. Oh, for Christ's Keep talking. sake. We'll, do it, well, let's finish the podcast. Let's but I want to see a picture before I get back in my car. Fine. Jesus. And I'll be able to look at him and tell you if that's your husband. <laughs> no, I have the gift. Are you an empath? I have the gift, yeah. Is that yeah. What, whatever? I still it's, don't really um, know what I, that means. I, empath means someone that fills other people's energies. But I am an empath, but that's not the gift I'll be using to tell you if this is your husband. Okay, I'll show you the picture. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, we weren't speaking at all. I want to ask you, how do you think social media has or has not helped your career at all? Like I know, I know your social media persona. Does it does it help to be persona? It's me. What do you mean? No, I mean persona as in you are who you are on social right, media. Right. Yeah, I'm the same person. So when you promote your projects or get into a tiff, when you get when somebody talk cross to you, you be like, number one, I will find you and beat you to the ground. <laughs> it's not true. Number two, I will have you blocked not and everybody true. in your family not blocked. True. Not true. Not true. You don't tolerate it, and I, that's well, what I don't suffer fools gladly. And I just feel like there's a way to do anything with kindness, and I don't appreciate when a stranger comes up on my page and is rude yeah, or inflammatory or lying. There was somebody that lied on me on my page the other day and I, I had to light him on fire because we don't do that. Yeah. This is the thing. My thought is if your mama didn't raise you, we're we going to raise you. You're going to yeah. learn today. Yeah. There's a certain way that you're supposed to go through life with decency and kindness. And you don't bring your lack of training and raising right to my page. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it and I'm going to send you on your way. And if yeah. you're really rude or you're racist, I'm going to block you and I'm going to report you and I'm going to get you off. Yeah. I believe in getting people off. Yeah. Like off, I said, off off of social, social media. media. My thing is, you. I said this the other day, you can be on Instagram or racist. You cannot be both. <laughs> so pick. Yeah. Pick. I love that. You're gonna make a decision to be make a be a public persona. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna do it the proper way. Yeah, and it's not even public persona. Most of the people I've gotten off, they've sent me something really racist and inflammatory in my DMs. Yeah. And I just post it publicly because I believe you want it to be heard. You yeah. send it to me. I think everybody should. You see do it. it. You post the whole thing. I put their name. the whole thing. I put their name. I'll find their, their cousins. Yeah. <laughs> their daddy, because they 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 need to know he's racist too. Uh, let's, so, let's let everybody know. <laughs> so as someone who I would you call yourself a vet? Would you say you're a vet in the business? A vet, would you, a veteran? Uh, vet, yeah. Um, I feel like a veteran at this point. Yeah. yeah. I've been in about 18, 20 years, so I feel like a veteran. So the way the, there's been kind of a shift in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Do you, and if you don't, you know, or don't want to discuss it, has anything ever happened to you that has been kind of borderline? Like, this is partly what they're talking about now. The what, female movement, the hashtag me of too. Course. Hashtag time's up. Of course. How did you handle it when it happened to you? Um, I went to HR. It didn't just happen to me. It happened to a few people. I went to HR. Really? And we went through the process. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I was just talking to someone recently and shared some of the things that I had experienced in this particular situation. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you got a lawsuit. Like, that's beyond just, you know, yeah. regular stuff. Like, that's that could be something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I would ever do that. Like, I'm not a, um, I'm not someone that sues people. It's just not my nature. Yeah. Um, but th- there definitely were some things that are, were suable. Really? You know, so you just, listen, we're women. We're black women. Yeah. I've I've endured more racism in this industry than than sexism for sure. You ever have that thing in the audition room where well when they ask you to kind of black it up? Yeah, they oh, don't yeah. they don't say it. They say can you? They uh, used to they yeah. used to say black it black up. Black it up. They used to say can you be more black? 
Oh, honey, yeah. They, they now say be more ethnic, or can you be more, more urban? F- what, put some flavor on it. That kind of thing. Fl- can you spice it up? Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. We've all been there. That's just. And does that bother you, or do you just? Of course, it bothers me. Yeah, but yeah. you know, what are you gonna do? Like, I, what I do now, it, it mostly happened with um, commercial auditions, but when they would say, "Can you black it up?" I'm like, "I don't know what you mean. Can you show me?" Did you just get whiter on me? Yeah, I, go, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean. Can you show you me? You became straight valley. Can you show me? And then usually they're like. Oh no! What you're doing is fine. Yeah, I figured it was. Yeah, I figured what I was doing because because I'm a black person yeah. and I'm reading the lines of a black person, so I think I would know best yeah. how a black person would say John Mary's at the door for you. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like you guys are hearing me talk right now. I don't. I don't. I ain't say a jab turkey. Mm-hmm. I ain't say. Would you? What? I mean, my <laughs> natural <laughs> voice is this. Have so. you ever been told? Have you ever been told that you speak? I've been told for a long time that I you speak so well. You're so well spoken, so articulate. And I want to be like, should I be sound like the lady from <laughs> Gone with the Wind? I don't know nothing about birthing no baby. Birthing no baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got that my know, whole life. It's just I don't know. I'm just I'm. I'm so old. Wait, nothing. Hear me out. I'm old. I'm old in my blackness. Like I feel yeah. weary. I feel like I feel like a seventy-year-old woman in my blackness. Mm-hmm. I've seen too much. I've heard too much, and I'm tired. And I just don't have the capacity to walk anybody through racism anymore. Mm. We used to have to have these conversations. Well, why is this racist? I figured out. Google mm-hmm. it. Like I just. <laughs> I just don't have the energy to tell you why what you just said. That's a said big question that I do get oh from. Oh, my God. It's like, this is the thing, too. Like, I, this is the analogy I always use. Like, I'm short. I'm not tall. Yeah. If someone tall were to list to me all the reasons it sucks being tall yeah. in America, mm-hmm. I, as a five foot two person, would go, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I would go, well, dang, it sounds pretty crappy to be tall. I'm mm-hmm. kind of happy I'm short. Yeah. I'm sorry you're going through that. Let me know if there's anything I can do to to, Empathy. to fight yeah. for you. We yeah. need to talk. We need to go to Congress about raising some of these door frames <laughs> so you can walk without bending over because that would be a lot. You're That's a how yeah. I would handle it mm-hmm. if I was a short person hearing the plight of a tall person. Yeah. Somehow when it is a white person here in the plight of what it's like to be a black person in America it can't be that bad mm-hmm. have you lived it yeah yeah have you if you haven't lived it you kind of got to take my word for it mm-hmm. so it's just I that frustration um hits me every time something happens like the chick who called on the little black girl selling water or the woman that black people apparently can't light up a charcoal grill and mm-hmm. it's just the man that asked the woman if she and her daughter had showered before they got into a pool at a hotel, like there's so many instances of stuff like that happening now. When I post about it, I'm over someone going, well, I mean, he probably didn't mean that they were dirty. Yeah. Trust me when I say, yeah, I know what he meant. You know and every intent. black person knows what they mean when yeah. they do that. Stop it. Yeah. We can never get over this or make it better in America for everybody until we allow people that have gone through things to speak their truth and have us believe them. That's the same. It's the same thing that we're applying to me too. When a woman says that she's been violated, we need to have a hashtag for black people. When they say it's racist, believe them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make them explain it. Don't make them walk you through it. Believe them. Yeah. That's it. I had a small like uh, exchange with some guy cause they were, when you get around a boys club or a posse of men and listen to them talk, like they make fun of all this stuff. Yeah. And but when they're alone with you one on one, they're like, "No, that's not me." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> it's kind of you. It's kind of you. you." And they were making a comparison about um about the the hashtag Me Too thing, and one guy was like, "He supports it, 
because he's just you know if you cross the line ever it's over for you right. career wide doesn't matter and his boys were like well what happened to you dog you used to be the womanizer and I was sitting there like I'm okay and now I gotta speak up I was like him being a womanizer mm-hmm. and banging every chick who says yes has got nothing, nothing to do with assault with assault and they were like we're just saying he used to be I was like it doesn't matter if he ha- if he ran violent um uh, consensual trains on right, chick. it was consensual it That's has nothing to do with me too mm-hmm. And then I just kind of snapped. I'm like, there's no beat a bitch scale. Right. Like, you know, there's no like, well, he didn't really hit her or well, she, whatever. I was like, you put your hands on it, chick. Yeah. That's the beat a bitch scale is one. You hit, you, you reach yeah, one. That's right. You, you're a beater. You're a, a, you, you beat her. And, and they laughed. But I was kind of like, first of all, going to be a joke. I'm going to say it on stage. Mm-hmm. Second of all, kind of like, that was a wonderful way to, because they were really trying to navigate how mm-hmm. severe something was. And, but a lot of guys still think mm-hmm. that unless it reaches, it elevates to, going to urgent care or <laughs> Jesus. or mark you can see or well what does she say yeah what does she say to make me hit her come on guys. yeah and i'm like that's a, a big thing that happens now right do you like i had some meetings when all this stuff broke i had meetings because i was just getting a new agent that got canceled or when i got there they were like yeah oh so and so ain't here like people were leaving oh, or were they and, left and were people they told to leave? they were told to leave and i'm like y'all think that it was only happening to big stars you might have had an interview with somebody who gone who gone? Who gone? And then, gone. and no one will ex- tell you why, but everyone's face in the office is like, you know why he you gone. You know why he gone. You know. Mm-hmm. Did anything in your world kind of shake up when that all kind of started? Nothing in my world because thankfully my team is tight. Like yeah. I got good people, uh-huh. you know, I don't have any, any riffraff uh, around me, thank God. Yeah. So no, nothing changed for me in that way. You have any friends that went through something, anything traumatic that I mean, you course. had to be there for and of all that course. kind of stuff? Of course. I mean, this is, but uh, you know. But I keep getting, I'm, I me, still have friends coming out now yeah, but in personal too, conversations. But me too didn't bring that out. Like I, I've heard yeah. stories about, you know, the bad behavior of powerful men my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, me too didn't make people start going, girl, let me tell you what happened to work today. Yeah. That's been my whole life. That's yeah, true. As a, yeah, as a woman, as a woman in the world. especially as a black, a black woman in the world. Yeah. Where, where do you see yourself in the future? What are the things you want to do? Like who, if you had to say, and if nothing, because I also know that these days with the world of self-esteem kind of being on the teeter-totter of depression, oh, social, social media. Well, yeah, social media. So you shouldn't be comparing yourself. Please but it, don't. But if there was a career of someone that you emulate, maybe, not necessarily want to replace or be, anyone that you admire, like who's a, who are your people that you watch? And you're like, God, that girl always gets it right. You know, I love Sandra Bullock. I've said this a thousand times. Really? Like, I yeah, didn't know I that. really do. Yeah. She's, she's just, not even because I think she's really talented and and all of that mm-hmm. she's just everything i've ever heard about her is that she's really nice really that she makes being on set fun and that to me is you know i've been i've been in the trenches i've been on some sets that have not been fun because yeah. of the actions and the attitudes and behaviors of certain people so anyone especially number one on the call sheet that goes out of their way to make it a pleasant experience for everyone mm-hmm. is like come on so sandra bullock uh human being wise and work wise. She has had an amazing career. I really like her. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, I don't really, I'm not really ambitious and I'm not like, I just don't think beyond. So when you say you're not ambitious, Mm. do you mean you just, you put your, you rely on, a force stronger than yourself well, to put I mean, the pieces I'm together. A, I'm a Christian, so of course yes. I believe in God and yeah. I, I believe that he has a plan for my life. But mm-hmm. I just don't 
it might be not even that I'm not ambitious. It might be that I'm just lazy because I just don't have the <laughs> you energy. You don't appear lazy. I don't have the, I mean, I, I work. Like if I get the yes. job, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be on time. Yeah. But I don't have the energy to mm-hmm. be calculating. Like I'm not like, you know, if I do this, I can probably meet this person. If I go to this party, like oh. I've never been that person. I don't have You probably it. don't have to as much anymore no, because. I, no, I never did. I never, never did. did. When I was in high school, I wasn't that chick. When I was in college, I wasn't that chick. When I was an office temp, I'm just not that chick. I don't look at circumstances and go, I bet if I made friends with John, I, yeah. could, I just don't think like that because in my and that mind, is the way this town, that's is how this time more, town works. That's why than ever. I'm surprised that I even have a career because I don't, I don't, I don't network. No, I, no, I don't. I just, I don't because <laughs> really? I just, if I have a friendship with someone, it's a genuine friendship. Yes, I'm not yes. friends with people because I think if I'm seen with this person, it might take me to this level or yeah. they know so-and-so and they can, I don't think like that. If I click with you, I click with you. If mm-hmm. we're friends, we're friends. Um, and most of my friends aren't even in the industry. Most of my friends are just people I met at church and, yeah, you yeah. know, sorority sisters, that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I just don't have the mindset of how this person can help me move. Mm-hmm. I feel like my talent can help me move. My kindness can help me move. Um, my genuine care for other people can help me move. Yeah. And and that's been what my career has been. It's I've gotten more jobs because I was kind than mm-hmm. that I'm than because I'm funny. Yeah. Or yeah. because I know John or Mary. It's mm-hmm. literally just people like to be on set with people that are nice. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you really far just being a decent person. So have, have you done a lot of drama? I haven't seen you do a lot of drama. I have and done you'd a lot be of drama. fantastic because you. I haven't. I did. I did House, yeah. and I did. Um, yeah, I haven't done a lot of drama. Um, probably because I've just been working. Thank God in yeah. comedy. Too so busy. It's just been, yeah, it hasn't been a lot of opportunities. But you know, like I said, I unemployed in that way right now so <laughs> you know maybe i'll uh-huh. do a drama i like i said i don't have uh, I, just, you know I don't have any if, if i remember that answer i'll stop asking you so what do you want to do She's like, i don't know what i really I, don't though. whatever like, the lord blesses me yeah, with that's how i feel like it's and, and i know it sounds crazy because i do have a mortgage yeah you know but it, i really am just like eh. that probably helps you get jobs because you trust well, a lot trust. of us are out here like, I wish I could trust, but I, I'm, after I cry, I'm going to cry this afternoon and trust in the morning. Yeah, like, that's and, how. I, and I, I get scared sometimes and I cry about, you know, things. I was I cried about my show not getting picked up. Like, I really thought it was a good show and I thought it was a good fit for ABC and I was really sad. Describe the show. You want to do a little pitch real quick as to why? I don't have one. No? Like, I keep telling you, I don't have a plan. Like, I... Now, I remember you did post something, something recently where you're like, hey, guy, this show has, a, has all these components. No, that was my pilot that didn't go. That, that, yeah, because yeah, what happened with the Roseanne thing, we yeah. all, all the pilots that didn't get picked up, we were like, maybe this is our shot. Yeah. So everybody was like, hey, have you considered the show you passed on a month ago? Yeah, yeah. So that was me just going, hey, by the way, could you consider us oh, one more okay. time? But you, no, got, you got space. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't my show. It was just a show that I was I, first time lead. I was number one first time for multi-camp. So yeah. I was like, really like, come on. So how many years in the business? And that was your first time as a lead? The first time as a lead. So 20-something years in the business. 18 years in the business. Years, and that was your first you guys listening to this, you guys who go, and I'm myself included, who don't get something and wonder when, and you've been doing this six years, like even though I've been a comedian for 13 years, not a pro mm-hmm. at it, because you can't be the whole time. Right. Half of it, you're like, what the hell right. am I doing? Right. So I would say 13 years a comic, but maybe five or six as a, a professional, pro. rest right. of that crap. Right. So, and that's a, that's a, those are low numbers. Yeah. And I'm still like, but why wouldn't they pick me? And you are an example of when I, when the season begins, pilot or whatever, that I'm like, I need Yvette to get a job. <laughs> and, <laughs> I need for everybody I know who looks like me to go to work. So I can have, what, so, so I can I have that too. I used what to they pray. can't do. I used to pray for uh, Sherry Shepard, like, like she's my mother. <laughs> 
I am not lying. I said, Lord, please bless Sherry with a show that lasts. So pilot season come, I ain't got to look at her face on, or see her on no sign-in sheet. Please, Jesus. Because if she was on the sign-in sheet, she was going to book it. Yes. So I was like, please, Lord, give a, a good 10-year run. Let her get good pay. Good pay, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Who was I in an audition show with? And she's doing Cedric's new show. Oh, Jim, oh. Uh, no, she's Gina from Martin. What is her name? Oh, um, uh, 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 Am I Tish, hungry? Tishina Campbell. Yes. I'm Tishina Arnold. Tishina Arnold. T- yes. Tisha Campbell Martin and Tishina Arnold. Yeah. Yes. And she was number one on the call sheet. And I sat down on the couch and she sat right. I was like, in my head, like, come on, Lord. You know. Yeah. She gonna it's going to be Tishina. And she got it. Yeah. So I didn't know. But she's working now. So Tishina's she's out. She's busy. Tishina. Listen, and I remember Sherry told me once that she used to pray for Queen Latifah the way I prayed for her. <laughs> She said, Lord, please let Dana, let Dana, Lord Jesus, I'm coming for Dana Owens. Father, please let really? Dana Owens. Yeah. So I, I didn't feel crazy. Like, because I, I told her, I told her what, that I used to pray for her. And then she told me she used to pray for Queen Latifah. Because when, 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 <laughs> when I didn't see, you didn't announce it. I just saw, I didn't see the announcement of your show getting picked up. Yeah. Cause so, it didn't. so that's, <laughs> so that was me doing my investigating in my head. Like, must not have happened. No. And my second thought was, God damn it. Now she going to be home. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and listen, I'm coming for everything, everybody. I am free and auditioning for everything. You know how they say, stay ready, so you ain't got to listen, get ready? I'm like, I'm about to get out in there. Like I, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not somebody that just adores offers, so I like to audition. So I'm about to get out there and mix it up. I'm about to be at every, every it's gonna audition. Be a, it's I'm going to be, be a web series. I'm going to walk in like, God damn it. I mean, hey, girl. <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> and that list, was, this is how the list is in my mind. It's Yvette Nicole Brown, Retta, Sherry Shepard. Retta's on the show. I know, but but whenever I think of the, it's now time, I think mm-hmm. of those names as I okay. might see them. Okay. So Yvette Nicole Brown, Retta, Kim Whitley, Sherry Shepard, Kim Coles, and who else? Oh, you just said uh, Queen Latifah. I Queen didn't Latifah. think of that. Yeah. I figured. But, but she's offered. Anybody? She ain't you know, If I see her in the audition room, something went horribly wrong. Something is terribly wrong. <laughs> Dana ain't going to never be in the audition room. I'm walking in the room like, Latifah? Like, dog, on it. Dana, what happened? And what'd you do? What happened, girl? You wanted me to pray. I just heard your song in my car. Why are you here? she's not auditioning. You're on my Pandora. You shouldn't be in this room with me. She ain't auditioning. So it was her and I guess Tashina Arnold. Tisha Campbell, too. Like, it's a lot. Tisha like, Campbell, yeah. Like, Tisha and, and Tashina, they lean more towards the leading mm-hmm. category. I just dipped a toe in leading. Like, I, I didn't yeah. get picked up. So I'm still I'm still in character. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> you bump into her in a coffee shop and yeah. she's acting weird. It's because she's acting. It's because I'm acting. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I listen, I this business is so interesting. And, and I've decided to look at it as just an interesting journey. You know, instead of every instead of it meaning everything, how yeah. about it's just something fun that we're trying to make happen? Speaking of that, do you think people who are depressed gravitate towards uh, entertainment or becoming and en- en- entering entertainment makes you depressed? I think artists are more in tune with their 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 emotions and yes. they're more open and they're and are more sensitive. Yeah. And I think the more sensitive you are in this world, the more likely you are to be depressed because this is a tough world. Mm-hmm. So I think that the sensitive people also tend to be the most talented and artistic. So I think that there are probably more sensitive, caring, soft hearted people that are entertainers than in other industries. And so they probably are more prone to depression and how do rejection too. There's a lot of rejection. And as a woman who is not a skinny girl like myself, how dare you? How do you, She got that. Uh, how dare you on deck? She's ready. I, I would throw it out she, anywhere that, you live. And, and it's involuntary too. The how dare you? Just literally is from my soul. If you hear me say how dare you, I really am offended you, to my soul. How if dare you? If you call her thickness and she walk by, how dare how you? How dare you? 
<laughs> I don't mind thickness. Thickness is thickness all right. is cute. Yeah. How do you handle like being a, a plus size, as they call it in the entertainment world? How do I handle it? Yeah, do you? Does it? Is a part? Because for me, it's part of my persona and part of what I'm proud of. But I also want to lose weight. I'm on. I'm on both sides. Yeah, like, my you weight know? fluctuates. I, I, when I'm really concerned about my diabetes, it goes down. When I'm not, it okay. goes up. So if you see me up. Y'all tell me. To, I didn't know you were diabetic. Yeah, that's why I lost my weight. No, but you see, I ate like two bites of it. Like, yes. you got, it's everything in moderation. Yes, she gave yes. me a cupcake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would not have given no, you a No, 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 but it's like, it's, it's moderation. moderation. Like, right. I didn't eat all three of them. I ate uh, like two bites of one. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I lost weight because of my diabetes. So, um, and I never had the mindset, even when I got really small, I never had the mindset of, I'm thin now. Like, yeah. I've always thought of myself as a thick girl. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm from Cleveland. Like, we, we hearty. Yes, I'm from New York. Come and on. Food, I consider all of my pudges love. Yes. I'm like, this is my mommy over here. Yeah. This is my daddy over yeah. here. This is my yeah. auntie yep. in the back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, they told us it's 10 minutes. We only got 10 more minutes, guys. Okay. So make this a, do you have any yeah. questions for me? I feel like, you know, <laughs> what you, I, mean, I, have, I have nothing to tell you. That's not how podcasts work. No, I want, I want you just, to just ask me some what's stuff. What's going on in your life? Like, nothing. Back to you. Okay, see. <laughs> Tell me what's happening. There's nothing. Ha- I'm I'm on the audition trail. I've auditioned yeah. more in the last four months than I have That's in my whole it. career. You're in the hunt, man. That means something really great's about to come. And really great, as in when I get the audition and I look at the script, I'm like, uh, 14 pages tomorrow. Is this what it's like? Because I don't. Like. It's stressful as hell. This was like, but just you know. Just don't ever get off book. Just call it. Just do it. Don't ever know. get off book. Don't ever off book means no um, memorize. Don't ever get memorized for a fourteen page. Don't kill yourself. Don't like memorize. That. I really. never memorize. I don't anymore because I physically can't. That's right. So just just be light about it. Like there's so much weight people put on this this career, and I gotta and I got <laughs> anything that comes from that level of tightness. You're yes. not going to do well. What is your method? Like when you go, I've I've always been told book the room, but when you leave the room leave the job like tiffany did something on you know a million things on on youtube mm-hmm. and she was described they followed her around for her day mm-hmm. and she had an audition got back in the car and she was like every audition is, you got treated like it's a, a small job right like a freelance you right. go do it take three minutes you finish the job right. now leave right and i always if i want the job a lot i literally can't sleep you can't want it you can't how you do you can't, not want you it just literally tell yourself i don't want it you, you have <laughs> You have to have a full enough life in other areas. Where, well, then there you go. Where no, the sorry. audition yeah. is literally just something nice that you get to do that day. Party or itinerary. Yeah, not it a big can't deal. be your. It can't be your everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have any nervousness about coming to do the podcast. It's not like I've got to do a great job for Jackie. <laughs> I'm content within myself that I can have a conversation with my friend mm-hmm. and it will be entertaining to those that listen because we're entertaining people. Yes. So I don't have any weight on it. So in the same way, if I get an audition, I'm a capable actress. I, I know how to walk into a room and say hello to strangers. Yeah. I know how to, to slate my name and read the, the, the sides. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have any trepidation about yeah. it. It only comes when I decide that I've got to have it. But the point is, you never have to have it. Whatever it is. I, mean, I don't even remember half the no's I've gotten. Of course you don't, because it doesn't matter. No, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not about the no's you get, because you're really only fighting for the one yes anyway. So screw the no's. Mm-hmm. Don't care. I don't care. And that's that's really <laughs> where I'm at right now in my life, because I'm in a, I'm in a flux. Like, I, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend. Uh-huh. I, I don't have a job, a job job. I got jobs, but I don't have a job job. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm taking care of my dad with dementia. Like, it's uh-huh. stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm going to choose not to let any of this affect who I am as a person on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. There's, there's joy to be found every single day. Now, your job needs to be finding it, even if you got to excavate to find it. 
There's yeah. joy every single day. Like right now, I'm taking care of my brother's dog. She's been with me for two months. She brings me immense joy every second Aww. of the freaking day. Really? And some days, you know, when it was really dark, when, when it, the show and everything happened all at once, she was the only joy I had. Mm -hmm. But it was great. Like, this is my joy. So this is the thing that I'm going to focus on today to make everything okay. Tomorrow, it might be French fries from McDonald's. I don't know. <laughs> I never know. So explain without getting into detail. A lot of things happen to you at the exact same time. Yeah, my show didn't get picked up. I lost my boyfriend. My boyfriend, he's alive. I just, we lost each other. <laughs> <laughs> he's still breathing. Uh -huh. um, but I broke up with him and lost his job at the same time. Yeah. And so that was like two really, really huge losses. Yeah. And with each of those losses comes also the plan that you had like when you book a show mm -hmm. you shouldn't do this but we all do you think about well I can finally do this yes. and whatever the, this is like for me I'm trying to get a bigger house so I can have home health care for my dad yeah. so I want to get a place that's big enough where I have like a little a room space, and, for, yeah, him. space yeah. for someone to come and stay with him and when I go out of town or mm -hmm. if it gets to the point where I need help I don't want to put him in a home Yeah. so that job was not just a job it was an opportunity to get a bigger house to take care of my dad Yeah. yeah. so you got to say goodbye to that dream you know, and then if it's a if it's a relationship that ends, like maybe it was somebody you wanted to marry, mm -hmm. and so you got to think about well, there goes that dream of being, yeah, you yeah. know. So it you it's not just the thing you lost; it's what you had attached to the loss. Mm -hmm. So maybe the secret is not to attach anything to it. it the, the secret is just not to care. I've always heard that. I just don't believe it. And I thought, well, I thought someone on your level and above you start to care. Not no, all really. you care about is doing a good job. Yes, that's doing true. Doing a good job and making sure that you have a good reputation in this industry. Doing a good job and having a good reputation is what leads to the next opportunity, not what you do in a room. I've been in auditions where I have stunk up the room. I walked out going, I am sorry yes. for the stench. I yeah. have left uh -huh. with you people and still booked it because they go, she was crappy today. Uh -huh. well, she's got a body of work where we know yeah. she can do this. So I, we're going to give her a chance. So uh -huh. I had a bad attitude when I auditioned for the mayor spot because I it was last minute. Mm -hmm. It was several pages, a lot of yeah, scenes. Didn't know a word. Mm -hmm. Cold red, but I was in a very good mood. I was so grateful to be there. The casting people had called me for several things, so Since, we were cool. Right, yeah. No, prior oh, to. So I knew them. And I just kind of read the paper, giggling, messing up, left there like, this is this might as well not even happen. And I, I booked it because right. I was relaxed because and like, I don't know what this care, is. Because you didn't care. Didn't, I didn't give a that damn. Is the, I, that's what, <laughs> the way you go into every audition. You just don't. You care about being a good person and doing, doing the job work, and the doing audition. good work. Yeah. But you don't care about the outcome yeah. of it. It's like people that love gardening. I don't think they're gardening thinking about the roses that are going to spring up. It's the moment of digging in the earth. Being and, present. And being present and like, yeah. oh, it's a beautiful sunny day and a butterfly just flew by and put this seed in. I'm going to water it and fertilize. They're thinking about the process. Stay in the process. The yeah. beautiful rose that springs up, you know, in springtime is the bonus. Yeah. The job is the bonus. The work and the beautifulness is the moment, the journey. Enjoy the journey. You always post something on, on IG where I'm kind of like, God damn it. How she you know I was thinking about doing the wrong thing today? <laughs> you're like, you're like my spirit on my I'm shoulder every time happy. I read it. I'm happy. Now, what you, anything you're working on coming out that you want to talk about? No. I know you just told us you're unemployed I am. for the first I, time I in have, nine years. I do have, I have a movie coming out. It's currently called Love and Oatmeal, but I don't know what it's going to be called because our yeah. director hates the title. Why? So it's, it's a cute I title. Think it's adorable, but he hates it so i don't know what it's going to be called but it's a movie starring ben platt who was uh dear evan hansen he was evan hansen uh -huh. on Broadway. and, and uh, you were Lola away Kirk. doing this right you were yeah I went, to, I went to vancouver to do it it was yeah. actually right after the breakup so it was perfect time nice. to just kind of get go somewhere and yeah be sad um and uh that's it i still do voiceovers I do a lot of voiceovers so i'm still doing elena Avalor and um dc superhero girls and voiceovers are hard because i haven't been booking i got i got my first uh voiceover agent and i'd send them when they send me auditions and i hear nothing back ever again yeah that's what it is <laughs> you do the work it's same here though same here 
You do it, you send it out in the world, you hope for the best, and sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. Every now and then you get a call, <laughs> like, whoa, I don't remember that. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, you know, that thanks. kind of thing. Thanks. All right, well, you don't have a website. You're a social media girl. Do you have I a website? I nicolebrown.com. It has not been updated in about Wh- 50 years. Why? Why do I have it? No, why don't you update it? Keep Cause it Because, I mean, I have the time now. I didn't have the time for a while. I have, yeah. the time. I have a lot of time now. Because you also, we, uh, I stole her or borrowed her a photographer and got some headshots from her. Tina? Yeah, she in LA now. No, she is going to be... You, I, you, I never saw the pictures you took. Where Are they on your website? Are there, no, they're older pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she's going to be here soon, so you should set yeah, some up. Yeah, I, I love the way... <laughs> you do the brooding... Uh, what is her name? Uh, Phyllis Hyman. Me? <laughs> yes. You do like a brooding Phyllis Hyman 80s-style photo shoots with her. <laughs> where, like, I swear you got a double album somewhere. <laughs> You know how you get when you yeah, get I know, serious? I know, I know, I know. But you know what's funny? Because I laugh, I smile all the time. So me not smiling is is, is brooding. Uh-huh. But uh, Tina is the is the person that taught me that face. There's a face that I do that I the Melba Moore album eighty five face. It's like when you part your lips and you just kind of whatever. But I learned that from Tina. Tina Bernard. She's an amazing <laughs> tbhphotos.com. She's amazing. Look at the pictures. One second she's happy go lucky co- comedic <laughs> actress. The next she's got an album dropping I got on an Tuesday. Album, double album, not a CD. An album. Double album. It's an album. You like need to you go need, buy the need, player. It's vinyl. It's vinyl. <laughs> Full size. And the 45 she'll put out next year. Okay. Well, me, guys, uh, if you want to know about my schedule, just go to JackieFabulous.com. I don't know when they're going to post this podcast. It's too hard to remember what's coming well, up. you don't even know when it... I, am. I mean, if they post Maybe it tomorrow... Maybe you have a schedule. I do have a schedule and a website on JackieFabulous.com. Oh, you mean like for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, this is my episode number four. I haven't quit. So how can I quit now? Who else has done it? Uh, Aaron Foley, Shantae Wayans. Uh, Erica Rose, Candace Thompson, Sherry Shepard's coming up soon. Has Kim done it yet? Kim, no. You know, because <laughs> you can't, because see, you can't hit Kim at the last minute. I can't. You hit, actually could hit Kim at the last. I, I would have, roll I would have to minute. go get her. That's yeah, the problem. I love her, but you I would have would. to. I would have to go get her. Maybe shower her and put her clothes on you for might, her. You might. You might have. Which to is that. worth it, but I gotta have a day free. That's true. Because I know she's probably like, "When are you gonna ask me?" And I'm like, yeah, "Glad I have been to dress you." First person. You I ask. know. She, I know, and she doesn't know that I. I'm, I love her in a way that's unnatural. So no, she knows. We so. Don't know. <laughs> So Kim Willie <laughs> will be next. Trust me. I'm probably wearing one of her bras right now. <laughs> so uh, she has to be here. And guys, this was uh, Relatable with Jackie Fabulous. Yay. Thank you so Can much, Yvette Nicole Brown. At YMB. Yes. At Yvette Nicole Brown, Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Follow her if you want to be, uh, what you call, <laughs> if you want to be <laughs> motivated in the name of Jesus or just motivated in the name of a sassy black chick. She, <laughs> she, she does everything you need. Uh, and go to uh, thelaughfactory.com, Laugh Factory on IG and uh, JackieFabulous.com once again. Holla at your girl. Thanks for listening. Boo. Bye. <laughs>